to episode one of Fly on the Wall, presented by the Wasa School District Technology Department. Uh, the goal of these podcasts is to follow along in the discussions that are taking place between the integration specialists, um, and where we're going to have these organic discussions about different ways that we can think about integrating technology with, uh, with education, with content, and things like that. In this first episode, we're going to dive into the idea of note-taking, um, and looking at the pros and cons of doing it either uh, still with paper and pencil or looking at using some form of technology, whether that's with Chromebooks or iPads. Uh, an article came from NPR uh, that Rebecca pulls in, so that's where we kind of pick up in the discussion, uh, and we will discuss the different ideas that are brought about by that article. Uh, please subscribe to this podcast. Uh, the link will be available uh, on the website or in the email that you get about this. And as always, don't forget to be awesome uh, in helping the Wasa School District move forward together. Have we talked about a starting point? Are we... So are we going to go, are we going well, to talk Rebecca, about note-taking again? Well, I think, yeah, I think Rebecca, Rebecca pulled up the, the, right. the study or the, the idea that uh, note-taking on a device, regardless of Chromebook or iPad, is terrible. Founded in NPR, April 17th, 2016, and um, looked at two professors, doctors, um, out in California that were looking at uh, taking notes online versus taking notes electronically or taking notes on paper, and uh, looking at retention rates for when they're done. So they ran the test, they were looking at the, the scores of students and what they remembered um, when they took the notes on a computer or they took the notes handwritten. And they found the students that were taking handwritten notes actually did better on the kind of post quiz that they did on whatever the lecture topic was that day. And kind of came back to when you're typing notes, you write down verbatim what you hear. You're pretty much just transcribing everything. There's not a lot of processing going on versus the students that are handwriting, uh, they can't write as fast as they type. So they can't handwrite every single word the professor is saying. They have to stop, think about it, summarize, and that's what's leading to this higher retention rate. It's not the physical writing of the notes. It's that writing forces you to um, summarize what you're hearing because you can't write as quickly. So kind of tying into um, Google Docs and it's learning and doing a lot of these things electronically, um, we know we have research and information that says, well, you know, Google Docs is better for the, the student and it does this and this and this, but then this research coming out of California is almost contradicting it. So I just thought we'd, we'd take a look at uh, the two different sides of if we can find a, a nice middle ground and what's going to be best for our students. That conversation around why handwritten notes to me links to sketch notes and it's that same kind of processing and drawing and analyzing information that brings the power power to that. So instead of trying to debunk the idea of whether or not, you know, sample size and everything else, well, you know, how many kids do they, they get? Because I think you could say that handwriting is better for some, but some you could also argue that I think taking notes digitally is better for other students, like especially maybe with those students with need. Yeah, where there they, are some students that can't physically take notes. Right. So you, you, I would say you can't just say or stick with the argument that paper and pencil taking notes is better because there are ways that it is better electronically, too. That, that, that makes me think of 
note-taking is a pretty personal choice. And the minute you dictate someone has to take notes a certain way, you mm -hmm. automatically decrease the efficiency, whether it's right. I prefer it on a computer, you prefer audio, you prefer sketch notes. So it's how do we allow kids to take notes and so what's So giving them the an option. You don't right. have to say, hey, you have to take notes on, the, on a Chromebook or an iPad, but you probably should take notes because we know taking notes probably increases right. retention regardless of... You know, but you, you get to choose how you do it. It's not whatever. And then, and then I think it could become a conversation of if a student is choosing to take notes on their Chromebook or their iPad and it's not working for them, then how can you work together as a teacher-student team to come up with a better way to do it, or how is that going to work better? Which gets into our idea of if they're taking notes electronically but it's not working and they're not retaining, how can you move beyond the substitution of just taking notes on a computer to adding more notes or adding different talking points right. or sharing it with a neighbor and saying, well, how, what do your notes look like versus what do my notes look like and how can we combine the notes, collaborative note-taking, to make it better? Or even using maybe even a different medium. So maybe it's not a Google Doc, you're going to use Google Drawings and mm -hmm. you're going to insert those, that clip art and the images and mm -hmm. the, the pictures and you're just having little blurbs of text summarizing information versus transcribing whatever your teacher is telling you. I couldn't, I, I, I never was able to remember all the different acronyms in science, so they always said, come up with a sentence, right? You, so, I, FIAC or whatever it was, I can't even remember what those, but we had, had a funny sentence, so could you do the same thing electronically, where you bring up a little picture that helps you remember the topic or the concept. Instead of trying to write all the words, you find an image which might actually stick far better than typing all the words out. Yeah, absolutely. I think I would always take notes and if I never did anything with them, they just sat in my notebook and I never did anything and they really didn't help me retain, but the minute I had to share them or talk about them or do something with those right. notes beyond just for myself, um, then all of a sudden it was easier for me to remember and apply that information. It speaks to like, what's the value in notes if it's just going to stay in that student's notebook and mm -hmm. how do we make them be contributors to something greater than their own learning, I guess. Right. I think it's huge when you, yeah, I think when you have to speak about something versus just when you when you hold it inside, like when you have to share something, you have to almost like reflect on it. Or you think become vulnerable. <laughs> well, yeah. you do. Yeah. I mean, you, you, cause it's if an you're, intimate act. Well, if, you're, if you become, if you get uncomfortable with it. Or if you, you find your passion. <laughs> well, if you don't want to be wrong, right? Right. You, I think people are so afraid of being wrong. So yeah. the idea of sharing can be uncomfortable or scary because if you're wrong, you're vulnerable. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be wrong. No, I don't think anybody really does. And, and that comes back to that power of choice then. Mm -hmm. I feel less worried about being wrong. If I choose the modality that I'm going mm -hmm. to do something, I'm more concerned about being wrong if I'm doing it exactly the way someone said you need to do it. wrap up this note-taking thing, what's what's the takeaway from it? Where do we, what, what do we really... It's not the medium, it's how they use it, how they process mm -hmm. the content. Yeah. And whether they have a voice in choosing how, choosing how for what's best for their, their own learning and their needs and abilities. With the idea, though, that Technology can do things that paper can't. Right. 
Like, I think, I think you could, like, the idea, too, is that you can do, you can collaboratively do things far, I don't know, more, far more efficient than you can with paper, mm -hmm. and get some of the same results that you do with paper. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, so part of it, too, is just teaching kids how to take notes, and not that you have to transcribe everything, mm -hmm. but showing them you know, using the Cornell style note taking at more of the secondary level or using um, graphic organizers or charts mm -hmm. or tables, getting them to, to kind of set themselves up to do these, these summaries and, and processing the information into scaffolding it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Help them figure out that process. Yes. I would have never, I mean, I'd love to take notes using a picture, but nobody gave me those those tools. Nobody taught like taught me how to do that, or even like you don't even have to teach me how to do it, but give me the suggestion. Right. Like I would have never have thought about that in high school. Like, hey, maybe if I would have if I draw a picture, if I would, you know, or if I would um, find an image that or a meme, whatever, mm -hmm. that relates to the content, that could be far more would have been better for me to, in taking notes in, when I was in high school. Doesn't this open the whole discussion about? knowing their strengths and weaknesses, mm -hmm. though, mm -hmm. as learners. Mm -hmm. And I think we kind of sometimes miss that. But well, that's another conversation. <laughs> I think she ended it. <laughs> um, but it makes me think, too, how many... I mean, and honestly, the, the thought comes up. Have you, in your education, ever taken notes or conducted your own learning with the idea that that learning could potentially, or that note-taking, benefit somebody else in that class. You're not just learning for yourself, you're learning to maybe help somebody else. So if you're taking these notes and then given the opportunity to share them, there, there's another sense of importance around that. Yeah. Another sense of responsibility. It's not just me to put in my folder and forget about until it's mm -hmm. test-taking mm -hmm. time. And then, yeah. and then recycle at the end of the semester. Right. Yeah. I was just saying, realistically, I mean, we'd like to, to go back to the instruction. So at least with following the note-taking example, if you are adamant, no, they're taking notes on paper, fine, but then make them do something with it when they're done. Mm -hmm. Share them with mm -hmm. each other. Go through and summarize and highlight and annotate. Go back to those notes and do something with them. Yeah. Right. All right, well, there you have it. Uh, episode one in the books, Fly in the Wall, presented by the Wasa School District Technology Department. Uh, and we look forward to producing these podcasts every week for you. Uh, we'd love to have you join in every week. Make sure you subscribe, either on your Android or iOS device. And uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you. If you'd like to submit some ideas, go ahead and uh, shoot us an email, and uh, we will entertain some of those ideas that you throw at us for a discussion. Thanks for listening, and we hope to have you back next week.